0: Danny, this is crazy, man. You got everybody thinking that we're kissing sisters out. See, I mean, at this what, point, what Danny, you're player. drunk. Because like, <laughs> you know how you know how everybody says when you it's when you tie, it's like a brother and sister kissing. Like, no, you never you heard, never that, heard that. Oh, you're a wild no. girl. That's the, that's the battered way of looking at things, though, right? Because we're the battered herons here. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again.
1: Chris, the herons are back and the herons are bad again. <laughs> but no i'm joking no we're gonna i don't think they're bad again but we're gonna get into all that and more but before we do let me bring in my main man kbd how are you doing sir
0: i'm not good man it wasn't a fun time it's 10 38 at night which is completely mm. different than the time that we typically get on uh yeah so don't it's, expect so many people alive yeah i mean it's not only just that but it's just the simple fact that it's like we're not even coming off a win so this kind of sucks
1: well, that and that the Miami Heat, I don't know if the game has already uh, started, but the, the, the Heat are playing. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now.
0: Yeah, the Miami Heat, last time I checked, I think they were up in the, in, the, in the after the third quarter.
1: Okay, there you go. Uh, so something positive happened here in Miami. Yeah. So I'm sure a yeah. lot of people are tending into that. Um, but here we are. We're ready to talk some horrible soccer. So uh, where do you want to start, Chris? Because, let's see, the game just ended. Uh I stopped watching it after the 91st minute because I have to come and have to set everything up. And when you joined me just a couple minutes ago, you let me know that they actually scored. And I I missed it. I missed the only positive in the game. Uh, So I missed that last goal. I mean, you could uh, go ahead and tell me what it was that I missed because I had no idea that they scored.
0: Well, it was basically a Coco Jean that was just happy as hell to finally be able to do a corner kick uh gets it in which was a really nice pass to be honest uh a deflection off of one of the players and and arroyo just happened to be at the right place at the right time catches it on the right bounce and blasts it Uh, almost i think he almost misses he kind of deflects it under the top bar uh but it goes in so i mean but that's probably the only one of the only little positives that we've had in the game i don't know how you feel about the game but i was kind of disappointed Connor hello to you too thank you for joining us for sure
1: I um well I told you that I had a feeling that we wouldn't score I didn't think i was surprised that we got that one goal I mean we I mean I guess you could count it it was at the very end of the game like you said it might have even been luck but I told you scoring on this team would be very difficult one because they're the best defensive team in the league and yeah. two we are one of the worst offensive teams in the league especially when you consider how many shots we take a game we are bottom five we don't get shots off we don't score yeah. much. We've been shut out. What was it? I said last time? What, it was five times. They had 16 yes. seats. So I really did think that no chance that we scored. And up until, again, like you said, you surprised me and told me that we scored in the 93rd minute. I really did yeah. think that we we're going to get shut out again. So,
0: Well, and I'll tell you this much. Since we're playing Orlando this weekend, uh, and look at this, Richard Greenberg chiming in with his gambling nonsense. The <laughs> over one. <laughs> yeah. That is great right there, Greenberg. Um, You know, look, the one thing that I could tell you guys, anybody that hasn't watched any other games, Orlando tied against NYCFC. So I guess that's a good thing. Uh That was a, I was a late tie.
1: NYCFC yeah, yeah. scored in the 90th minute, I want to say.
0: That was a beauty. Um, So that's great. You know, they didn't advance as much as we, you know, dropped down. I mean, look. At the end of the day, the, the problem is is that we weren't expecting to get the win anyway, right? I mean, when we're talking about playing away, we're hoping to get the tie.
1: No, I mean, no, you you hope for a win, obviously, but I really did think that they would come in and they would be playing. I mean, I predicted a zero zero draw because I figured yeah. the game plan is going to be just defend and get out with the result or with the point. That's what I thought. And it, from everything that I saw in that first half, those were the Phil and Neville's intentions. Let's go ahead yeah. and defend for our lives and let's just hold on to that to that draw to that one point. And I really do believe that that was the strategy going into this game. Um, obviously, once Mukhtar went ahead and scored that first goal, I mean, things changed a little bit because now you need to score. And even, and you, that was evident. Once the second half started, you saw Joseph got the, got the start in the second half. So I thought they would be a little more aggressive. But the first 10-15 yeah. minutes was still dominated by Nashville.
0: Well, and here we got B Jam kicking in. We struggled with Nashville's long balls, which a thousand percent factual, uh, right there. Uh, terrible game. Back to normal from Jay La Rosa. Uh, but, but Danny, I want to get your thoughts on on the starting lineup, right? So mm-hmm. let let's start from let's start from from the first chapter here. Uh, it was interesting to see the starting lineup. Uh, you got Uyoa, which as quickly as he came on, and I think it's his birthday, which sucks. He couldn't even play into the second uh, second half. Uh, I didn't really like the 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 starting lineup, but just going over it, you know, I didn't like sailor. I didn't like Uyoa. and Harvey Neville was really interesting to start. I don't know if, you know, we talked a little bit before the game started. you you thought that maybe, that was just an idea to sort of reserve some of our, I guess, more better important players for the for the Saturday game.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, you have three games in seven days. I mean, you, you, yeah. you're not going to be able to play everybody in 90 minutes. Uh, I, I was surprised that Yedlin didn't get to start. I thought maybe he would get subbed off maybe for Harry yeah. Neville, but I thought he would start. I thought Yedlin's been playing very well over the last couple of weeks, like we talk, talked about last uh, last episode. So, yeah, I was yeah. surprised that he didn't start the Uyoa thing. That didn't surprise me. But this goes back to when I tell you Phil Neville kind of find something that works and he'll stick with it no yeah. matter what players he has available. Once you have Ulloa as your only other option for a defending midfielder, you should no longer play with a double pivot. Like, you should no longer have two defending midfields. Go ahead and leave Arroyo back there and yeah. then put somebody else in. I don't understand why. I would have rather see Stefanelli play as an attacking yes. midfielder than having two defending midfielders when it's Uyoa, like I feel bad pooping on the guy because yeah. you know he's been with us forever, and, and obviously he tries, but he just doesn't play well. There was a, a play in the first half where he was trying to clear the ball out of uh our own box and he yeah. kind of headed it towards our another defender. I think it was McVay. Yes, out, yes it was like, dude, clear it out of the box. So yeah. it's 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 frustrating to see, and but unfortunately, Uyoa is just not that guy, and you put him in. In a late game situation where you want to get that double pivot, you want to get that extra defender in there. You're trying to, to, you know, finish this game off, but don't put them to start. If you don't have the players to play with a double pivot, then don't do it. You have a Royal, you have one center defending midfielder. Use him and then get somebody else out there to help with the offense. We were playing on two sides of the field we had our defenders and we had our forwards. There was nothing going on in the middle of the field.
0: Well, that's that's one thing that I was really kind of disappointed in is that our midfield was non-existent. And for those of you that were watching live, I mean, there was a point where you can see that the commentators were talking about how frustrated Neville was with the midfielders kind of like following the same patterns and staying really close together, not spreading out the field. I mean, and, and then talking about, you know, uh, you know, junior playing because of daddy, uh, Jay LaRosa,
1: I think I, Harry Neville is good. I Danny. think
0: he's I mean, skilled, man. I think that I, he's a guy, like I mentioned in another podcast, that um, in one of our other shows, that if he didn't have Neville on the back of his jersey, everybody would think he's good. No, Danny.
1: I, no, I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And um, it it's kind of frustrating to 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 see that he gets pooped on because, like you said, the name on his back. I'm not saying that I want him to start every week. Of he's course, he's not there yet. He's not but an I all see the star. potential, but I see the potential. I think he can be good for us.
0: And here we got, you know, uh Hazel talking about they mentioned Posuelo coming back. We need Posuelo. I mean, we're we're talking about stuff that's that that is uh that is facts right there, my friend. For oh, sure.
1: We I mean, and I mean, we, we and keep is... all bad. year long, but Posuelo is <laughs> isn't coming back. We gotta stop talking about Posuelo like we need to stop talking about Messi. Those are well, I mean that's what
0: happens. Yeah, you you know, talk about think. one; it's like uh, they both come with each other at this point. When it comes to being associated to Inter Miami, so, so I guess that's our thoughts on the starting lineup. It was, you know, when we're talking about the game, what did you think of 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 the first half?
1: Well, I thought, like I told you, like I told you last episode, I thought that we were going to come in, and our goal was to be was going to be come out with a draw. And I really thought that they were going to try to get that zero zero draw. And nobody could tell me watching that game that that's not what it looked like. It looked like yeah. that's what they were playing for. At no point did they bother to try to attack or to gain possession. I think Nashville had, I think, like 80% possession in that first half. Like it was something ridiculous. They were playing for the tie. Like, that's yeah. what it was. Now – Unfortunately, like I said, Mukhtar scored, but I thought that we might have Kristoff in this game. That's why I thought yeah. that we could pull off a draw. That we would have Kristoff, we would have Yedlin, and we could shut them down. But once Kristoff isn't an option anymore, Yedlin's on the bench, and we lost David Reese. We lost three really important players to kind of holding off the other team from scoring. And once yeah. that happened, like it, it's rough. Like. I can't be upset and say, oh, you know, we're back to being bad. Like, yes, I do wish that Phil Neville would have gotten a little more creative once he saw that Uyo was doing the other option and things like that. But I'm not going to say that all of a sudden we reverted back to what we were a month ago because, I mean, this game just, it it had draw or loss written all over it. I, I, I At no point did I think we would win this game.
0: What it had was it had basically uh, bad expectations to it nobody anticipated that this this game was going to be a blowout uh, in terms from our end. Nobody anticipated that our players were going to come out and score three, four goals. I mean, this was going to be a slobber knocker, and it was going to be a game where, you know, our players aren't going to be shining. We're playing away and, you know, walk away with what we can. Hopefully, if we can walk away with anything, but unfortunately, we lost the game 2-1. to You know, the first half to me was very very sloppy. We had very, very I mean the, the the possession that we had in the first half was completely different than the type of possession we had in the second half. Uyowa to me just wasn't playing the, the, the kind of soccer that we needed him to play in order us in order for us to be effective. Um and he had
1: the captain ban the ban on
0: well I think it's number one because it's his birthday and number two because he ended up getting, like, his 70th, like, appearance, you know. So, you got to keep that going, I guess. Um, I don't know how I feel about Sailor, Danny. I mean, I understand that uh, that Kristoff is not here, but I don't know how I feel about Sailor coming in and starting like this. This is kind of crazy to me. Um, you know, if, Campana. If
1: Kristoff if isn't, isn't available and he yeah. wants to play this five in the back, like, that's that's our go-to now. Five in the back with the two wing backs, and that's what we're gonna play. And I mean, what other options do you have A center back? Like I told you, I think I think I said it last episode. Maybe they would go with Taylor at right wing back or Harry Neville at right wing back, Negri at left wing back, and then they'll put Yedlin as the right center back. That's what I thought might yeah. happen. But yes. they, they went with Saylor and McVeigh, and, and that's fine. I, I get it. Those are that's our depth right now when Christoph isn't available.
0: And, and one play I want to talk about, which I mentioned on Twitter. Fafa and McVeigh got into it. And literally, after Fafa pulled McVeigh down, it looked like he was going to throw two or three punches into McVeigh's face. And for sure, I thought there was going to be a red card. And
1: Wait, I, I felt like he was just grabbing at his crotch, going ahead, uh, nah. just running around. And Phil never just kept patting him, no?
0: Yeah, I well I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the highlights and see if I can be able to bring them up. But yeah, it was it, it looked like he was gonna throw a, a punch for sure. And the fact that the ref just came by and did a talking to to both players, like, come on, man. And this game, I, I don't wanna say the fix was in, but the refs were there was no fix. garbage. They were there was no garbage.
1: Fix.
0: There uh no Jayla you know, chiming in first half, they destroyed McVeigh. Uh, Hazel kicking in Danny please is Phil a strategic Coach or not
1: When he has His full squad available I think He is right he Has now changed to this counter attacking scheme Which works for us right it's not necessarily The most beautiful thing in the world It's kind of boring but it works But you need the players to do it you need Kristoff you need Yedlin giving Us some offense on the right side I I Told you last episode that the previous three games, I think it was 43%, 46%, and 47%. Our offense was built up the right side with Yedlin overlapping with Coco or David Ruiz. Yeah. Today, 50% was on the left side because we had no offense on the right side. Again, we yeah. weren't pushing much, period, but Yedlin has been a consistent factor for us offensively. So once Yedlin wasn't out there, you had Joseph on the bench, you were playing for the draw. We don't have the players right yeah. now to kind of look. Let, let's be clear we got dominated today. You ever seen those heat maps uh, in the on the soccer uh, after a yes. soccer game when they show the heat maps with? Yeah, you we want, you want to show. I, I got the heat map for this game. You want me to show it to you?
0: Sure, let's check it uh, out.
1: He, this is what the heat map for the Inter Miami game looked like.
0: <laughs> and for those of you that are listening on audio, it basically shows a powerful presence from the back.
1: And <laughs> and Inter Miami just. Oh, Playing that low block, just receiving all the pressure. That's basically <laughs> what I just showed you on that heat map. It's ridiculous. We have well, – it, it was it was a domination, but again, I'm not going to overreact. We got dominated against a good team, and, and it just is what it is, but there's absolutely no time to dwell on this because we got a big game just three days later.
0: Listen, and and Hazel said thank you uh you know that's what we're here to do we're here to fulfill chill and fulfill baby uh richard greenberg hey thanks for the update miami Heat went i see the score 123 to 116 so there's your final score against uh boston so you know it is what it is
1: i love seeing boston lose i can't stand that city sports city i've heard it's a beautiful city i I, I've, i've never been there but as far as far as far as sports goes there's no city i hate more than boston
0: now, uh, now, good. Now, Calypso, you know, also is chiming in about Neville, saying he set us up for failure tonight. And I don't, I don't know, Calypso. I don't know if I, if I feel the same. Uh, you know, I see here Jay LaRosa, the same feeling the fans had when Neville was renewed. I don't know if I feel that way, Calypso. I feel like failure was sort of inevitable in this game, um, for the most part. I don't think that we were going to come out with like this shiny, uh game and expectation or anything like that I really didn't expect too much
1: look uh, like Calypso said he set us up for failure I think he set us up for a draw which is what I expected I expected a draw I I thought that that's what we were gonna be looking for and um unfortunately like I said without Kristoff uh with Ulloa playing the defensive midfield it's just it just wasn't our it just the cards weren't set for us but actually before we go to Orlando were there any positives today? I'll give you mine. Well, yeah, we have the second
0: half was a positive.
1: Okay, go ahead. Tell me what it was. Yeah. I, I didn't see any positive just because we were attacking more. How many times did we yeah. get caught on the counter because we got so aggressive offensively trying to tie oh, the base? Drake I mean, for... saved us on how many uh, counter? Fast I think it had to be on three. Once. I, like,
0: I think it had to be three saves for sure.
1: Tell me why the second half was a positive because I still don't see I... it. I don't care that we scored. The reason, the
0: reason, no, and it has nothing to do with the score. The reason that I saw the second half as a positive is, number one, we got U- Uyo off, and we were able to bring in, we were able to re- bring in basically uh, Joseph to come on. Now, it was kind of weird to see Joseph, and today is, I think, the first time that I've ever seen Joseph and Cabana not mesh well together.
1: Uh, they, were, they, co- they were pressing. Th- things were different today, man. Today was Things a- were
0: very different. It was a weird game. It was a weird game.
1: But like Richard Greenberg just chimed in. It's true. When you have these Wednesday games, you have a lot of rotations. Like you, you don't get your normal starting 11. And people are yeah. just p- mixing and matching, trying to figure things out. Your boy with the mullet didn't come in until like the second half. What's his face from Nashville?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Schneiderlin uh, or something like that. or whatever his something. name is.
1: So, so it's really weird lineup. Shufflefield
0: or Shuffle Bob. And – uh,
1: you can do exactly. those rotations when you have depth. We don't, we don't have depth yes. because of all our injuries. We have we're missing Gregory. We're missing Mota. We're missing Christoph. We don't have the depth to do those rotations. Therefore, yeah. we end up with Uyoa playing for us.
0: And uh, and eighty six is also mentioning if Neville had started with Martinez and Yedlin, it could have been a different story. Listen, I I totally agree with the point that you told me this. Uh, you know, before the game started, Danny is. I do expect that the reason he didn't start a lot of guys is he wanted to save them for the game on Saturday.
1: He he was playing for the draw, I'm telling you. He was yeah. going for that no no draw. Like that that's what yeah. it was. But Mukhtar is it's too good. The way he 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 was finding people inside the box to kind of yeah. set them up. Like he was he wasn't gonna be denied. I will tell you, there was one shot in the first half where I thought he was going to get a clean shot from out, right outside the box. And Arroyo did a beautiful job tackling him and, and getting that ball back. And I, that was the first time that Arroyo really stood out to me, the way he kind of stepped on that ball. Um, but again, I, I'm, I'm not going to overreact to this. I didn't think it was that big a deal. We got our ass kicked. We were on a five-game winning streak. It's okay. You, you, we didn't expect to win every game from here on out, especially yeah, not on the and- road.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and Lucas says this could have, yeah, this could have definitely been 4-0 sure. easily. I mean, there for were sure. some plays that I was just like, these guys are just going crazy on us. Like, did you see that that spicy play by Mukhtar, like going at Arroyo, like with a bunch of little uh, little scissor things or whatever, like, whoa, it was yeah. off the chain. And step Lucas over. says, yeah, the little step over. And Lucas says, just never start uyoa yeah.
1: No, man, I, I feel bad for the guy, but uh, he had the captain's armband and everything, like he just uh, – and thank you, Lucas. That that was the one positive I took out of today's game is that we yeah. finally got to say Ian Frey on the field. He's been – he got injured preseason last year, and he yeah. just hasn't been able to get healthy, and it was cool that he finally got on to the main squad and got to play. Uh, I'm happy for him, and hopefully, you know, this is just – I mean, maybe he could take Sailor's spot since you're not happy with Sailor.
0: I, I mean, it's just, it's, I just, when it comes to sailor playing, I don't know, sometimes he seems like he's, I, I don't, I don't want to say he's lost. I'm pretty sure he knows what the philosophy is and the game plan and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I guess since we've seen a lot of Kristoff and, oh, another positive, I'll tell you, is Miller. Miller, the fact that he plays good defensively and he's willing to push up, like he legit was like at the forward position sometimes. Pushing, pushing the, pushing in the, the pace. Second half. Yeah, in the second half, of course, because everybody has was up there to though. play with. Because no, because he had, no, he had better than players to play with. I mean, what's going on? You know, what's everybody he gonna do? Was... He's gonna pass
1: it to yoa I think everybody was up there. I'm telling you, they, they went all in for the for the draw, and I and I don't I don't blame them. At that point, you're down two goals. You have to go off. Like it doesn't matter if you lose by three or four. Yeah. At that point, you're just trying to get a uh, salvage a point. Um, any other uh, positives or anything else from the chat? before we move on to Orlando City.
0: Well, yeah, I mean those were those were my positives. Uh, you know, I I enjoyed I enjoyed seeing individual players play. Uh as a team it was just kind of garbage.
1: Um yeah, I mean look. And, and look, and I'm not hating Lucas' idea puts Frey as the CDM. Look, if you if if Phil is Stuck on the idea of playing five in the back with a double pivot, which is essentially like seven defenders. If yeah. he's set on playing that, <sighs> let's give Frey a try at at CDM. I, why not? It's <clears throat> working with John Stones in Man City. I'm not saying he's man on John Stones, but I'm saying that you know it happens, right? You can move a center back and play him a CDM, and if he has the, I, I don't look. I'm not gonna lie to you and say that I know Frey's game perfectly. I don't know how he is with the with the with the ball at his feet. But if he can handle yeah. it, let's try it out. I'm all for it because Uyoa just can't be that guy anymore. All right. Well, I so, mean, at
0: this point, what do we have to lose? A game. I guess.
1: I mean, you'll lose <laughs> the same game with Ulloa, you know? Yeah, you're right. Uh, all right, so we got Orlando City coming up. Obviously, our rivals. We usually on Wednesdays, we have a an opposing podcast. Come on, join us, and then they help us preview the games because obviously they know their team better than us. But unfortunately, Orlando also played just a couple hours ago and they're yeah. kind of doing their own spaces and podcasts and everybody we contacted was busy doing their own thing after their game. So we get it. We couldn't push it back to tomorrow. So we're kind of just going to do our own preview. It won't be as in depth because like I said, we don't know them as well as they know them. But yeah. all right, here we go. So Orlando, four, four and four, four wins, four losses, four draws. That's ugly let's no let's start by saying I wish that was us. That means they've only lost four games all year. Why can't we draw? Like how is it that we can't draw one game? There's still only two teams in the league that haven't drawn. us in Montreal. that's it. Everybody else has at least one draw. Orlando has four. they' are, they're currently ahead of us in the standings because they draw. like we literally our game plan Chris our game plan today was let's not win let's not lose let's draw literally the game plan and we still can't draw we can't execute that game plan how is this possible i don't know but we still have no draws therefore we have seven losses therefore we are 11th in the east but orlando isn't looking that great either what do you think about the game coming up on saturday
0: well, I mean, talking about their their record, right? The last time I'm looking and the last time that they won was against the LA Galaxy on April 29th. I mean, since then, they lost to Montreal, lost to Charlotte in the Open Cup. They tied with Columbus, and then they tied just today with, with NYCFC. Um, they should have won today. Yeah, I mean, and before that win against the Galaxy, they lost against DC United. So, like, they don't strike any fear in my heart. That's for sure. Um are they a, a good team? I mean, I guess they have good players. Uh, they've played well. They've, they've, you know, they scored. They scored two against Columbus. They scored one against NYCFC. Uh, they scored a big goose egg against Charlotte and Orlando, and against um, and geez, no, what, what is it? Uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I don't know, man. This team, Orlando, doesn't strike any fear in my heart. Uh, I'm looking forward to the game for sure. It's going to be rowdy as hell.
1: Well, I think that's the biggest reason we wanted a guest from from Orlando FC on, on the podcast. It's the one we've been looking yeah. forward to the most. We kind of wanted to be able to, you know, talk a little smack back and forth. But um, yeah, unfortunately, one of their best players, Mauricio Pereira, has been out with injury, and he yeah. finally came back today as a sub. Meaning he'll be back on Saturday. He's a baller, so we have him to worry about.
0: Martino Ojeda,
1: Torres. Facundo Torres, which I thought would be their best player this year. He's playing well, but their best player is, is Martino Ojeda. He's been balling all year. Um, so obviously they have a good offense, even though they haven't scored that much. I thought they that they, their offense would be more prolific, but they do have good players on offense. And But our defense, like I said, I believe in our defense. Supposedly, Kristoff should be back for Saturday. So... Oh. If Kristoff is back, Yellen is starting, and we figure out something to do with Uyor, because I, I doubt—I really doubt that they're gonna have Uyo starting again. I, I think that we should be in good shape here. What do you think?
0: I look when it comes to the game coming up uh, against Orlando. Like I said, and you and you do this thing where you look at their last games, and I was doing the same thing, and I don't see any wins against big scary opponents. I mean LA they beat Galaxy Philadelphia. well they beat Philly, they beat Philly, but that was what that was that was uh early in the season,
1: no? March 25th. Yeah, that was like the okay. fourth or fifth game, yep. Yeah, they drew so with they Columbus?
0: Beat. Yes. And uh I mean other than that, I mean they, they beat Minnesota.
1: Look, I guess. Look, I'll tell you what what gives me some uh Well actually no, they beat Philly and Philly. Because away from home, they don't seem to play very well. Away from home, they lost to uh no, they beat Philadelphia, they lost to Montreal, which has been playing better. Um, they lost to Charlotte, which I mean isn't that great. The fact that we're playing at home, I think, gives me some hope that we could pull off a W here. Um, because I mean I we get up for our rivalry game. The stadium should be in a, a great atmosphere out there. And like I said, they, they haven't been playing great. I, I think that because we're at home, I'm feeling pretty good about the game.
0: And and Matthew is also throwing out there that Christoph, like you said, is healthy for Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Matthew, if you want to know where IMCF's uh, favorite attorney is, uh, I think that he's gathering the crew to go look for Phil Neville because no. – no, we uh, figured
1: that a lot of our, our regulars wouldn't be back here. It's kind of late. I mean, some people work tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, But tomorrow's Thursday, Papa. It's the day before Friday. So <laughs> and we still got a good a, a good crowd kicking in. Jay LaRosa. No, for
1: sure. We we appreciate everybody that's joined us live. We know it's late. Yeah.
0: Jay LaRosa telling me, uh, yeah, I defend Neville like, uh, like I got Stockholm Syndrome. You know what? <laughs> uh, Phil Neville, let's go. You know? All right. Uh, th- this game was trash but i i forgive him
1: so i i always try to look for the numbers to see to make myself feel a little better right especially now now we don't have a a um a guest to kind of do that for us so i try to look up the numbers so i try to see where i could find the positive so a couple positives the way miami plays defense they're basically building up I'm sorry, they're basically playing a low block, and they basically play with seven defenders, right? They have that yeah. the the two uh center defensive midfields, they have our wing backs that come back, and we have the three center backs. We have seven people back there. We we're condensed. We we're asking you to break us down somehow or or take a shot from outside the box. Good luck. Yeah. Orlando hasn't scored any goals from outside the box. They're one of the very few teams that have no goals from outside the box. One positive. Two, we were giving up goals on set pieces, maybe a header here and there. Orlando, up until today, I don't know how they scored today, but they only had one headed goal all year. Also, I've always made a big deal about how few Inter-Miami headed duels they win because they had the lowest percentage. But the only team that wins less headed duels than us, Orlando City. So another positive. And then finally, their defense is not very good. They allow Teams can pass on them. I should have checked. I didn't have the chance to. As far as, like as how they are with possession. Because defensively, they have by far the least amount of interceptions one on defense. So, obviously, we can connect passes. And our passes should be crisp. Because apparently, they don't play the passing lanes. So, I'm assuming they don't press much. Again, I don't yeah. know too much about Orlando. This is why I hate previewing it without somebody from their team. But just going by the numbers, it looks like they don't press much. We can pass the ball accurate passes because they don't get many interceptions and they're not a headed do uh headed threat I, I think that a lot of signs point to we're going to have an opportunity to score and i i don't see them being able to break us down especially if they can't score from outside the box i mean the fact that Pereira's back should help because now they have three good forwards but i i'm not too worried about them scoring
0: well, and and Steve Munoz came in. He's in the same world as you, Danny. He didn't even know that we scored a goal.
1: I was. So, it was the, for me, it was. I saw it ninety-one point thirty minutes. I was like, okay, I got to start recording in like two, three minutes. Let me go start setting everything up. I, how did I think that we we're gonna score in the last ninety seconds? Well,
0: and and I'll tell you one thing that that does give me some encouragement with the with the stats that you just talked about. Uh, if you guys noticed during the game and during some of the corners, Campana connected on a couple headers. So I don't know if maybe they found their way of like having a better set piece, like st- strategy or whatever. But he was connecting to a couple of them. So I also
1: I also like to see Joseph, although he didn't connect on any getting more opportunities. Right. Yeah. He, he he He's his reaction time is even faster. There was a ball that was kind of just deflected and just right landed right in his area. And he headed yeah. it right to goal. Now your boy with the mustache great made a great save, but Joseph is, is, is cre- getting chances. Now I feel like with Campana there, there's more attention being paid to not just Joseph, but also but Campana. And I think that that's freeing up Joseph a little more. Now, obviously yeah. we were attacking a lot more in the second half, but I do like what I saw, and that does give me some hope also.
0: Uh, are you willing to jump off the ledge like Steve Munoz is right now? Uh Steve Munoz also chiming in. Any little bit of goodwill Neville got after winning three games in a row went to hell no. with tonight's performance. Inexcusable. So. No, not only so. did not not only did Steve Munoz just say what he said, but then he dropped it with a hammer
1: inexcusable i have a question for steve and for those on audio steve is commenting on our chat on youtube and i'll I'll see if he he answers back steve my question to you is were you okay with his strategy to come out to try to get a draw because i was i expected it and if we would have made it out with one point i would have been happy that was the strategy what are you okay with the strategy he came out with now obviously it wasn't executed but I think that a lot of a lot of that has to do with the fact that Christoph wasn't playing, that he didn't start yettling But are you okay with that strategy? Because I am, and if he would have came out with the point, I would have been okay. Let's move on, because the the big game is at home. Like I understand everybody's like, let's go win. But you're away. It's Wednesday. Half the team is injured. I'm okay playing for that draw. So, so I mean, that's look- me.
0: And Matthew is just what we showed in the first half was an abomination. Which it was. It was really bad. It was a terrible first half. It was one of the worst first halves I've seen.
1: But that's apparent that they what they what was the strategy coming into the game? Like, there's never been more obvious. Like, literally, they're like, here's the ball. Like, we don't know what to do with it. We don't. He told us not to try, he told us to just stop you from scoring. So it, it, that's what it was. It, it, it was, it was kind of sickening to watch, honestly, but I, 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 I understood it.
0: It was kind of sad to watch, to be honest, because I think, like you said, the expectation was to draw and then you, and then you have basically Nashville just trying to shove it down our throats. And uh, I mean, look, you know, these guys offensively, they've had their way with us. You know, I, it wasn't a great first half. It was a better second half, obviously, um, but I'm hoping that the team takes this and sort of takes their frustration out on Orlando, um, especially with some of the stats that you were talking about, you know?
1: Uh, I, I have a question for you, Chris, cause I know you're very passionate about this for some reason. Yeah. yeah They're goalie. Him. I forgot how to even pronounce the name.
0: Oh, Galees, this guy, Galisi, Galisi, whatever
1: that the Peruvian goalie. Yes. How do you feel about him? He's not having necessarily the greatest of seasons. How do you feel about him?
0: I think that he's a, a bitch.
1: Okay. Well. Oh.
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> I think did uh, I do to you. I think uh I think that he's kind of a bitch. Uh oh, and, okay, you're gonna double and it's, down. Okay. I, I think the when I was watching his when I was watching the highlights of Orlando City earlier in the season. Uh, you know how when the goalie grabs the ball and he starts like, uh, you know, running up to like, ah, this is my space and I'm going to throw it or kick it or whatever. Yeah. When he gets like tapped by somebody, he does this like he flops like, oh, my God, he got hurt. Like, I'm going to make a video of it and you guys are going to laugh about it.
1: Yes, uh, Lucho, yeah. We're live.
0: We're, we're live as hell, Lucho. Let's go, baby. That
1: That's why I can't edit out that. That, that,
0: uh... that Orlando <laughs> that, is a bitch. Um,
1: but, all right, there we go. Yeah. Not not even Galicia anymore. It's it's, it's, not, it's, it's not Orlando. All, all right. of Orlando.
0: All of Orlando. And and we Galicia. are
1: we are live. Okay, yes, for sure. If if there was any doubt, there you go.
0: <laughs> and you know, you know, LuchO, I I thought we were rocking together here, and then now all of a sudden, you just you just killed the vibes, my guy. Like, um, is that what's going on
1: here? So. Is that what's um, going on here? I guess it's prediction time. right what else are we going to say about Orlando? I mean, I know you, you you you're okay to keep insulting them, but uh let's go to the predictions. And I kind of want to see everybody in the comments prediction also. So let's start with you, Chris. Prediction time.
0: So what do you think? So if we're talking about prediction,
1: okay. Before you let's give me the prediction, me. give me your prediction for the starting 11.
0: Well, I think I think that the starting eleven has to be exactly what it was uh, last game, but instead of instead of sailor you mean instead today. of uh, no the last game prior to today.
1: Okay, okay, last uh, Saturday, uh, New England.
0: Yeah, the New England okay. same starting, but okay. instead you were gonna have instead of sailor, it's gonna be Kristoff. Okay, and I think Negri is gonna start for sure. Um, for sure. I'd like to say that Campana and Joseph are both going to start.
1: I'm okay with that.
0: I, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to see them both start.
1: Okay. I mean, so we're so not far gonna see we're, we're 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 in agreement with everything. So we have yeah. the same back five, we have the same top two, but the question is usually the midfield because that's what we're suffering the most. So what do you think? We're thinking Kramashi.
0: Well, we're thinking Kramashi. We're thinking Taylor.
1: Okay. So Taylor instead of Uyoa. And then yes. Arroyo has to start. And
0: then Arroyo, yes. That would be my starting 11.
1: So are you thinking uh, a one center defensive midfield, or you think we're playing that double pivot with Taylor back there playing out of position?
0: No, we're probably playing with Taylor out of position. Okay. Probably him and probably him and Kramashi up and
1: Arroyo down. I I, I see um, Matthew is saying Uyoa uh, Ulloa is not going to start. <laughs> Chris, if Uyoa starts, I will kick you in the face if you say Neville Neville should keep his job. I will kick you in the face if Ulloa is starting and you continue to defend him about starting. Uyoa cannot start after today. I I don't care if it's his birthday. They gave him the captain band and everything. He cannot start after today. I don't care if he comes in. No, I'm okay if he starts. Go ahead and... Comes in in the 87th minute to kind of take out one of our strikers to add an extra defender. Let's go. Let's 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 protect this lead. He should never start again. Again, Chris, ever. No, no, but you're you're ready to defend Bruno if, if he does it. What if
0: he has like five assists off the bench in the next couple games?
1: He won't. I mean,
0: what if he does? What oh if he God. decides to be like the assist man of all time off the all
1: bench? All right, so uh, we we missed some of the, the the chats predictions. So go ahead while I start hunting them down. Give me your prediction.
0: All right, so my prediction is is that we're gonna kick Orlando's ass because I hate Galicia and I can't wait to throw something at him and then kicked out of the stadium. Yeah, I mean, th- you like, just it, put yourself is, out there. Like, look, look I now, mean, now there's it, proof out there. I mean, I, but there's no proof, not until, you know, until I throw something. And maybe it'll be me. Maybe it'll be, I don't know. But you can't say it was a else. mistake
1: anymore. You can't say that you just threw your hands up and it went flying. You literally just told everybody you're going to throw something at them.
0: What if I pay someone to throw something?
1: Do you think they would do that for you?
0: I. It depends how much I pay, Papa. That's true. So I think it's going to be four to two. I'm going big. I'm going big. <laughs> I'm going big, baby. It's going to be four to two. I'm just going to go with outrageous numbers here. Ah, uh, Jay LaRosa. Look at this guy. Galise is a good goalie. I uh, hope he has a great game. What? Oh, for the national team. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um. Oh, look at this. Tico Loco. He's ready to take a number, baby.
1: He said I would get what?
0: That, oh that that he would, would, he would, oh, he would you, throw yeah. something. He would say he would throw something. Look at that. I'm gonna get what a, I'm gonna flag get a was that che-
1: what, what, what what kind of flag was that?
0: I'm, I'm gonna get, get a,
1: a uh, Costa Rican. Okay.
0: I'm gonna get a I'm gonna hold one of my Neville checks and I'll pay you with the Neville check so you can throw something, uh throw something at the goalie. Oh well, oh. I mean look, Lucas is throwing in three one. All uh, right.
1: well we you, you said four. What's kind of ridiculous
0: I I hey you know, it's just a number, baby. I think it is going to be four. I mean, if it's four, then you're going to eat your words.
1: I would, but I, I thought I'm going to have to. Oh,
0: sees. Oh. Look at this. Outside the box banger. For First. In
1: audio, Chris is pulling up all the the chats and and the ridiculous stuff that's just popping up here. People talking about, yo, us going to go from outside the box. I, it's just insane to me that people would even joke about that. All right, uh, you said that Inter-Miami would score four goals. Yes. What is the and most goals so you've scored so- all season? What's the most goals you scored all season?
0: Uh, I'm just going to take a guess, and it's going to be two.
1: It, it is two. We've scored two a few times, but two is the most you've ever scored. Now, what's okay. the most you think Orlando has given up this year? Uh Three. It is three against DC. They did that once, and other than that, nobody scored more than two. Actually, nobody scored more than once. Actually, most of the time they hold them to just one. Oh no, a couple people scored two. But yeah, I do not see four. I think that's a little outlandish. But I do see a win. I do think that our offense can get a, a goal on them. I, you know what? I don't think three would be crazy outlandish because Joseph does. Oh, look, perfect timing, Joseph owns orlando joseph has played them i want to say it was 11 times and he scored eight goals in those 11 games so joseph does own orlando city and i think that he will have a brace i i'm saying joseph brace i don't want to say Campana one also because i just can't see three goals from this team and their offense just hasn't showed it to me yet i'm gonna say two zero miami
0: so you're going to say 2-0 at home? I mean, look at this. Look at look look at look at Richard Greenberg. He's telling everybody bet the over 2.5 goals for this game.
1: Nah, no, no, bet the under, Richard. We're going to score 2 and they're not going to score any.
0: Oh my goodness. Richard Greenberg was was right on the bet for the Nashville game.
1: Nah, so it was one and a
0: half. If you would have went with Richard Greenberg, you would have been with another house. Right, yeah. look at this. Over two point five free money at Richard. Look at that. Lucas mentioning that.
1: Well, I'm trying to find the numbers. I can't find them, but I I do believe Orlando does own. I'm sorry, Joseph does own Orlando. Like they they were trying to make a rivalry out of Orlando Atlanta before Inter Miami was existed, but it was really just Orlando versus Joseph, and Joseph basically dominated them. Uh, and I do believe that Joseph's going to get on the money like like he always does against them. And I think that's going to continue. I, I say brace for Joseph. I think 2-0 win. I think uh, Ian Frey comes in as a late sub again, has a good showing. Noah Allen comes in again, has a good showing. And I think that the kids continue to shine late in games when they get subbed in. And I'm looking forward to it because the fact that the kids are shining makes me happy.
0: Listen, and and Hazel's, Hazel's just emphasizing Inter-Miami wins. And that's what everybody here wants.
1: I mean, that's all really matters. Yeah. It's that's all and,
0: really and, matters. And C's kicking in with a 3 1 a inter win. They just sent him the script. It's already a wrap, <laughs> it's written. And with U- Uyoa outside the box, banger, baby.
1: I did see somebody in the chat at some point earlier. Uh, I was in the middle of saying something, so I, I didn't answer right away. But they asked if we think that the Inter Miami is going to make the playoffs. Obviously, still early to tell. Right now, we're life. in 11th. Yeah. It was in 11th right now. But I do think, we. Ma- I mean, nine teams basically make it. I mean, it's eight, right? Because you have that one playing game. But yeah, I do think that we end up in the top nine or eight. Uh, I do think that we make the playoffs. I do think this whole counterattacking style will win the games. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be boring. Hopefully, not as bad as it was this first half. But when you have better players on the field, it won't be as bad. But I do think that we're going to ride this to the playoffs. How far that will take us, I don't know. Maybe we have a a nice signing in the summer that puts us over the top and changes things around like Pozuelo did last year. But until that happens, I do think we make the playoffs. I do.
0: Imagine, first of all, there's two things I want you to imagine. First, imagine all this talk that we're talking about where we're kind of like a shoe-in because it's nine top spaces going in on the East, and imagine we don't make it. That would suck ass. And then imagine a world where our summer blockbuster signing is Pozuelo. Like you said, that would be catastrophic. No,
1: there's absolutely no. You know, Listen, how you like the commentators, like Chris, you have to co- uh, look for those of you that don't know Chris well. Chris is the type of stubborn person that will dig his heels in, even though he is a hundred percent wrong. He doesn't care, he will defend his stance no matter what. And that's what Chris Henderson is going to do. There's absolutely no way Chris Henderson signs Bosuero, po- And even though I was joking about it. If that was even a possibility, I, I'm hundred percent sure he wouldn't sign him just because it would. He would look like an idiot for letting him Listen, go.
0: Listen, I wouldn't doubt it. The commentators were talking about Suelo is over in Turkey, and that there's been that he's been having talks about returning to the MLS, most specifically into Miami, and then Let's they that. followed that the one of the commentators today. And yeah, yeah, in today's game they mentioned it. And, 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 guys, if you heard it in the game, please mention it because I did hear it. Even my son asked about it. Um, but the worst part is, is that that same sentence was followed by a messy sentence, which, like we talked about in the beginning, unfortunately, every time Pozuelo's name is mentioned in a Miami-wise, Messi is always going to be creeping around there because of all the modifications they had to do to try to hold off for Messi. Like what are
1: we? Not just bringing up transfer rumors. Did you hear that? Supposedly, there are uh, Bundesliga teams gonna come scout. Oh yes, Kromashi this week.
0: Look at what that! What is this? I mean, we're about to lose this kid to Germany.
1: What? But why? Like, I he's looked good, but like it's been like two or three games. Like, I, I thought he looked good, but at no point has he stood out to me. Like, oh man, this guy's gonna leave like right now. Like. He, they said that and I was like what like I mean I, good for him I, I suppose but I, I was really surprised that they said that at all I, that didn't make much sense to me
0: well I, I mean I get why they would do that he's young he's like an upcoming player he's been showing some some good signs as a as a soccer player I mean I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is some interest you know What is this like? Who's the top team out in out in Bundesliga? Like, is it FC Bayern?
1: Look, look, he's not going to Bayern or or, uh, uh, Borussia Dortmund or any of the top clubs. He he'll he'll end up in like. uh... You know what the worst
0: part is, Matthew, is that they already talked about it on TV. So that's just gaslighting, even if it's just like a little tiny speck. Just the fact that they brought it up on TV, they're just gaslighting it. So now everybody's like, ooh, Benjamin Kermashy. Like, ooh, let me check his stats out. Uh,
1: Richard Greenberg, uh, I, believe the, I believe the transfer window, he asked, I believe it opens in July. Um, probably Frankfurt. Yeah, I can see Frankfurt. Um, oh, man, I was, I was about – I saw a message I was going <laughs> Go to reply to. Yeah, forgot. yeah, yeah. No, no, no I, 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 I lost it. But um, yeah, th- that's all it really is. Um, I think we win this weekend. Oh, I-, I found it here. It is. Are you ready? Yeah. Apparently, everybody in the chat is saying Robbie Glassleg is coming back on Saturday. Yes, that, that is, is true. Chris's boy. Do you think that if he's fit and healthy, that we're going to see him on Saturday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe this, game, and, man. And Steve
1: Munoz with uh, with the comment, and I quote. Robbie is coming back for seven minutes before he joins Gregory and Mota for the rest of the season. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, I, I unfortunately, and I feel bad for him, right? Because this is his livelihood. So it's it's messed up to laugh about it. But I mean it's- oh my yeah. god. Can't stay healthy, unfortunately. I mean, what's wrong with this?
0: This kid is not gonna have like he's not gonna be on a, on a one team in his future, right? Like, after this, if he gets injured again, like, it's a wrap for him.
1: No. No. Like,
0: he's... I don't even think he's going to make the fusion team. Mm.
1: Uh, I I mean, I guess we could go ahead and start wrapping it up here. Um, Anything else, Chris, for the people? Oh, what do you think about us playing Nashville again in, like, six days?
0: Well, I think that it's going to be... Awesome, because now we kind of know what to expect from Nashville.
1: Yeah, yeah. We- you want to know what to expect? I'll pull it up again. This is what you can expect. <laughs> that's the heat map from today's game. You can expect a lot of that next week. That that's just what it is.
0: It's going to be big problems. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if we don't if we don't fix our problems, it's going to be huge problems, and it's not just the loss; it's the butthole.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to just be taking all their pressure. That's for sure.
0: Oh, look at this. Lucho Lao saying that we're playing at home, though, Danny. You, you know the, the home game? vibes.
1: You going to the game next week? Uh,
0: am I might. I might. I might. Well, we're
1: both going to be there on Saturday. so Yes, for sure we game. will be there. Yes. All right. So here we go. We're going to be there on Saturday. I mean, it's my favorite game of the year when Orlando comes to town. Usually they have a good showing. Unfortunately, last week they rescheduled the game. And then they ended up moving it to like a weekday. So, like, Orlando didn't have a large contingency here at the game. And I know everybody's like, yeah, but who cares? F them. I think it makes the game a little funner when you have them in the crowd. So, I'm all for them showing up. Uh, I'm kind of excited. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And, and I mean, the last one ended up beautifully, the way it started off with that campana, basically half-field goal. And hopefully we get something like that again this week. Anything else for the
0: people, Chris? Expect a bomb from Ulloa and some skilled, skilled moves from Robinson, baby.
1: If we lose on Saturday to Orlando, how hot does Phil Neville see get? Because, I mean, he just won five in a row. Yeah. It's it's going to be hot. It's going to be kind of hot.
0: It's going to be kind of hot.
1: I think that if he starts with Yoa and they lose, I think it's going to be a bad look for him but we'll see it's gonna be very bad we'll be talking about that on monday all right well thank you guys joining us in the chat we really do appreciate you guys taking the time to join us this late at night after the game and uh let's see what happens i I mean they better win man i'm really hoping for a win we we play well at home and i just can't imagine us losing to orlando so f them all right thank you guys and we will catch you guys on monday